0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, Justin Trudeau was part of this NATO Leaders Summit in Brussels on Thursday. Canada obviously is a NATO member, but Canada is one of the NATO members that is well short of that commitment of spending 2% of GDP on defense. So I think for Canada to to show that we you know this matters to us we're prepared to do our part that needs to increase, and I think you, Canadians should care. Even putting aside NATO for a moment, uh, that we neglect defense at our peril. The military doesn't have what it needs right now, and we've got a real issue, especially in the Arctic, when it comes to being able to assert our own sovereignty. Yes, we work with and can rely on the Americans uh, for a lot of continental protection, but we need to be able to do more on our own. Because when it comes to the Arctic as well, what Canada sees as sovereign might not necessarily be what the U.S. sees. So we need to be able to ensure that Canadians uh, can assert sovereignty in Canada, including the Arctic. So there have been some hints dropped that the federal government is considering increasing defense spending. Now, we've got the whole wrinkle of this uh, deal between the Liberals and the NDP. The NDP says, look, we're not going to get in the way of Uh, additional defense spending, if that's a liberal priority. But is it? This upcoming budget will give us some indication of that. Uh, But our next guest isn't uh, necessarily holding his breath. Andrew Richter, Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of Windsor, had a great op-ed piece this week at NationalPost.com, looking at the question of Canada's defense spending, what more needs to be done. joins us on the line here this afternoon. Professor Richter, good to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, as we, you know, we, we get these uh, messages from the federal government. They certainly seem to be suggesting that uh, additional defense spending might be on the table. How serious do you think it is? First of all,
1: well, uh, we're we're definitely coming under more pressure from the alliance, uh, various countries, which have been usually quite reluctant to criticize. Really, Canada, we're not the only country in NATO not meeting the 2%, as uh, your right. listeners might know. Most countries don't. But, but what's happened in the last couple of weeks uh, since the invasion is a, a number of countries have um, announced significant uh, increases. Germany, probably the best known, but, but not just Germany. And so that's, I think that's going to increase the pressure on Canada to finally do something. Although it's clear that the federal government as you just sort of hinted at, uh, you know, they're going to try and hold out. Uh, but whether they can succeed is uh, is the question, because there's going to be a, a sort of a concerted alliance push, I think, now for really the first time in probably ever for Canada to really ramp up spending. So we'll have to see how this plays out.
0: It was interesting, recently, Canada's foreign affairs minister in an interview said that, you know, Canada's not a military power, but we're good at convening. And I'm not sure what what the latter means. The former definitely seems to be a policy choice. But you know, how would you describe Canada's approach to defense, defense spending, foreign policy over the last, I mean, decade? I guess well, we could go back further than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Spending has been a problem in Canada for a long time, so this is not a new problem, right? We're 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 holding now at about 1.3 to 1.4 percent GDP. The target is to we haven't been at the target in decades. So it's been a long, if you were to chart this out, you know, you'd basically see a long and steady decline for most mm-hmm. ever really since the 1950s and then sort of flattens out in the 1970s or an 80s at about 2%. So even Trudeau Senior, Justin's father, uh, spending was normally in the 2% plus range. And then it fell down again um, more in the 1990s under Kretien, and it got to about 1%, which is where it was up until recently. But it's important to point out, uh, as has been noted by many observers in Canadian Defence, that we would probably still be at around 1% had it not been for an accounting change that that the Liberal government introduced in 2017. And so, uh, as a result of that accounting change, which essentially just included more things um, that, that would come under the, the, the def- as defense spending, for instance, Coast Guard spending would be one example. Right. So, because more things were included, that sort of bumped us bumped our number up, and that's how we got to the current one point four. If it hadn't been for that change, we would be right back around one percent, which is what it was. When the change was
0: introduced, mm-hmm. so well, I mean, and you're, yeah, well, it does because, yeah. and, and as you pointed out in your piece, uh, you know, the Canada has grown accustomed to a soft power world, and I think certainly that's yeah. how this government has seen it. You know, we saw the the emphasis on trying to get a Security Council seat. You know, the notion that we're we're good at convening seems to play into that. But is it really a soft power world right now? No, it's
1: not. No, I, it, it's it's not a soft power world. Uh, by the way, I'm not entirely sure. What the foreign affairs minister meant by that remark and i think a lot of people were sort of were scratching their heads so yeah, leaving that aside uh no we're not in the soft power world we're in a we're in a war of, we're in a transitionary world but clearly the emphasis is going to be on military spending and defense forces and let's call it uh the increase of modern technology and in all of those areas canada needs work right and you know i think it's instructive to look at germany I mentioned Germany a minute ago. Germany, like Canada, uh, they were spending about 1.4% as of a few weeks ago, which is exactly what we are. And just like us, they had seen the world through a soft power lens for a long time, really the entire post Cold War period. And just like that, they've changed. Literally on a dime. Literally on a dime. And they've announced this huge um, spending increase in defense spending. They're going to hit the target supposedly within one year. Is this from a country that was spending 1.4 percent, and they're going to go to two? So that's you know a 50 percent jump. And so I think, as uh, I'll just say again, I think the pressure is going to be on Canada. Nobody thinks, no one thinks we're going to hit it in one or two years. That's off the table. What what might be on the table is whether we announce a credible plan, a serious credible plan to get to 2% in, let's say, five years or five to seven years or, or something in that sort of
0: time frame. That's There's also a question of what, what that what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we got a lot of issues. I mean, our procurement is a mess. You know, we, we still haven't been able to sort out the, the whole uh, process of buying new fighter jets or what we're going to buy or when we're going to buy them. You know, I think we've ignored the issue of Arctic sovereignty for, for a very long time. And I think this whole situation with Russia should be a wake up call on that. I mean, you know, there, there are a lot of areas where I suppose that, that additional defense spending could help. But what, what do you think the priorities need to be?
1: You know, you, you highlighted a couple of them, uh, and I can't disagree with any of them. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the problem has been for years, it's it's just too few dollars trying to do too much. Like right? oh, yeah, that's yeah. been the issue for a long time. And and the department's very good at getting by. They are really very, very good, but it's just not enough money. It's not enough. And and myself and and you know, I'm not alone in, in saying this, have been saying for some time. We need to spend more because when you're when you're spending, you know, in the low one percent range or one point two percent range, we have what they what what are still referred to right as multi-purpose forces, multi-purpose combat capable. So we're trying to do many things, right? We have a navy, we have an air force, we have an army, right? We're trying to do all of these different missions and yet you know we just don't spend that much money and keep in mind maybe I'm sure this might be news to many listeners that about half of the total defense budget is just in salaries so of the 20, 23, 24, 25 billion dollars about half of that comes right off the top in salaries so that leaves about 12 billion for everything else
0: well, we got a federal budget coming probably, I guess, in, in the next couple of weeks, next two or three weeks for sure. I guess that, that should hopefully give us some indication, right, in terms of whether these priorities are changing.
1: I would think so. And this has been, there's been a, a fair number of stories in the past, just in the last week or so, that uh, uh, the finance minister has, is apparently presenting, uh, uh, Christopher Freeland is apparently presenting options. Like this has been leaked. This has been reported in the press. So she's preparing options. And I assume what the options are, are for different levels of spending plateauing. And I'm sure one of the options would be at 2%, but over what time period? Like that's mm-hmm. the real issue. Uh, you know, perhaps one of the options might be over 10 or 15 years, in which case you have to ask yourself, is that a serious plan? Uh, perhaps not. Uh, I'm sure some of the other options that they're looking at are going to be a shorter time frame like I was suggesting a moment ago maybe maybe three to five years and obviously if that's what we're going to go with and, and I don't know if we will but if the liberals decide to go on that route then you have to start making substantial increases in spending pretty much right away right you're not going to leave that increase in the fifth year because yeah, exactly. that would that wouldn't work but budgetary wise. So, well, so I I would, we'll see what that budget I, I looks would like. Think yeah. We're going to get a pretty good sense in the budget of where the government is going to go. I, I, I agree with that.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.